0: More Stress Reducing Tools Each of the power tools that I described previously has, as their primary purpose, the reduction of physical, psychological, and emotional stress. There's a large list of additional activities that have, as their primary purpose, something other than stress relief. However, stress reduction is a byproduct of participating in the activity. In other words, you do the activity for one reason, but in the process, your stress levels decrease. Activities with stress reduction as a natural byproduct. There are three types of activities you can do to prevent or reduce stress. Physical types of activities that tend to interrupt the stress response and bring your body back to a more balanced state. The second are feel-good activities that bring peace by causing your mental focus to come back to a better state. The third is the release of pent-up negative emotions that cause you to feel awful and out of balance. Physical activities. We have already discussed exercise as an incredibly great way to utilize the stress response and create feelings of relaxation. Here are some others. Sex. Why would sex be a useful way to reduce stress? Because the sex response looks very much like the exercise response and the stress response. There is a phase of warming up, the intensity increases, the physiological systems designed for maximum power and speed turn on. After a period, climax occurs, which is similar to maximal exertion in exercise, or running full speed away from the big bear. Soon after climax, the body naturally turns off all of these energy-producing systems and goes through a period of exhaustion, which, in the sex response, is extremely relaxing. There are many physical, emotional, and social benefits from having sex. From a purely physiological standpoint, sex can be a very relaxing experience, as long as it is okay with both partners. Obviously, rape or anything similar to it is not sex. However, if sex is consensual and appropriate, both partners can benefit greatly from the relaxation response. Try this. Notice how your body feels right after you have sex. Tune into this pleasant state of relaxation. Deep relaxation is the opposite of the stress response. This is the type of relaxation you want to achieve after other stress management exercises as well. Humor and Laughter Much has been written about the beneficial nature of humor and laughter. Good research has shown that laughing has many beneficial qualities. Laughter really is one of the best medicines. Here's how. Physical Benefits Increases feel-good chemicals like endorphins and dopamine and reduced pain. Tones muscles in the face and abs. Increases antibodies in saliva and decreases serum cholesterol. Liberates interleukin-2 and other immune boosters. Reduces stress and increases the relaxation response. Mental benefits. Increases creativity and problem-solving ability. Enhances memory for humorous material. Increases ability to cope with stress by providing alternatives and a less serious perspective on things. Emotional benefits. Increases mood and feelings of well-being. Reduces depression, anxiety, and tension. Increases self-esteem, resilience, hope, optimism, energy, and vigor. Social benefits. Increases attractiveness to others, friendliness, and altruism. Bonding with friends and family and reinforcement of group identity. Happier marriages and close relationships. Try this. Spent an evening watching your most favorite comedy movie. You can do it alone or with some of your favorite people, but only for the single purpose of enjoying a happy evening of laughter. See if you feel the same way as my students who report how beneficial this was for them. They say it felt like a break from the chaos of their hectic week. It is sort of like a mini-vacation. Hot tubs, warm baths. When the muscles are warm, they tend to relax. A warm hot tub brings heat to all the muscles in the body simultaneously. Also, when people are in a hot tub, they tend to become more mindful as their thoughts focus on how good the warm water feels. When there is no perception of a threat, the stress response tends to turn off and you enjoy the release from the stress and the benefits of the relaxation response. Try this. Soak in a hot tub or a warm bath. Interrupt the stress response by changing your surroundings. Place lit, aromatic candles around the bathtub. Soak in warm water while playing relaxing music and let the peaceful environment and soothing warm water completely relax your body and mind. Listen to your body. When you are under stress, your body sends you signals indicating that it is on overload. Typical signs of overload, as I mentioned in the first workbook, include such symptoms as fatigue, headache, muscle pain, irritability, inability to concentrate. Tune into these signals and become familiar with those that occur most frequently. Try this. If you notice a headache coming on each time you feel overwhelmed, this is a signal that your stress response has been activated At the onset of these symptoms, try something that is included in this workbook to stop the stress response. Ideas include mindfulness, yoga, relaxation exercises, humor, massage, relaxing music, or any of the other stress-reducing tools to help you unwind. Be sure to take notes on which methods work best for you and your unique symptoms of stress. Change your physiology. You can change how you feel by changing how your body is positioned. An energized, happy person has a certain physiology. She holds her face, her shoulders, and her body in a certain way, upright and secure. She even breathes in a certain way, fully, deeply, and relaxed. Conversely, a depressed person positions herself in a very different way. She may move more slowly. Her shoulders may sag, and even her voice may become shallow and hard to hear. You can trick your emotions into feeling better by putting your body into the position that it usually feels when you are happy and energized. Curiously, emotions will often follow the body's physiology. Try this. Begin by smiling. Next, push your shoulders back and sit up or stand up straight. Take a full, deep breath to completely fill your lungs with air. Raise your head and look up. Raise your eyebrows and clap your hands several times above your head. As you do this, as strange as it sounds, you will notice yourself immediately feeling better. Another smart way to change your physiology and thereby change how you feel is by exercising. Doing something active requires more oxygen, which requires deep breathing, alertness, and a positive energetic body posture. Exercise also causes the release of endorphins, which reduces pain and increases dopamine and other chemicals that help you feel good. Nature There is something uniquely relaxing about nature. On one occasion, I spent about a week by myself in a cabin located in the mountains near a ski resort in Utah. It was summertime, so I spent a lot of time outdoors walking, hiking, exploring, and enjoying the beauty of the mountains, trees, streams, and wildlife. I couldn't check my email or talk on the phone. There was a television, but I avoided watching it. I used that week to simply be without having to do anything in particular. The most striking aspect of this experience occurred when the week was over and I returned home. I was surprised and almost dismayed at the pace of city life. Everyone seemed to be in such a hurry. Cars rushed everywhere. People spoke too fast. Everything felt far too busy. I wanted to say to everyone, slow down, everything is just fine. Why be in such a rush? Try this. When I find things overwhelming and I want to return to a more sane, peaceful state, I like to take a break and get on my bike, or put on my trail running shoes and jog to my favorite outdoor places where I can be alone with Mother Nature. For a few minutes each day, enjoy the beauty of nature. Get outside. Go to a park or your backyard. Take a walk. Look at the sky. Walk barefoot in the grass. Watch the birds nearby. Gaze at the sky either at night or during the day, sit back and observe the heavens. Pondering the vastness of the universe can make many problems seem insignificant. Realize that the sky is perfect in every way, yet it is always changing. Consider this as a good metaphor for your own life. Try this. Sometimes it's not possible to go to a peaceful place in nature. You can still get similar benefits if you imagine that you are somewhere in nature. It might be in the mountains, by a lake, in a valley, at the beach, or in the woods. See the color of the sky, hear the sounds of the surf, feel the water touch your feet. Imagine yourself alone, safe, and happy. Take a deep breath and enjoy the feelings of this peaceful scene. If this is difficult for you, you might want to try the guided imagery called Mountain Lake. You can find it on Stress Relief Deep Relaxation Exercises. This exercise is found at www.stressmanagementplace.com. Feel-Good Activities Hobbies Hobbies go hand-in-hand with mindfulness. By doing something you enjoy and that takes focus, you keep your mind from going into the future where there are fear-based, stressful thoughts. Staying in the moment and enjoying the now Brings peace. A hobby is any activity that you might do for enjoyment, to the exclusion of everything else. When you participate in activities where your attention is focused and you do them for no other reason than to enjoy them, you immediately feel relaxed. Remember, when the mind is able to focus on what is happening here and now, you get peace. When you sense no threat, you get relaxation. Try this take up a new or old interest. A short list of common hobbies might include art, poetry, woodworking, sports, fishing, camping, hiking, knitting, scrapbooking, playing or listening to music, genealogy, working on cars, racing, sewing, crafts, shopping, gardening, traveling, board games, baking and taste testing different foods, or flying kites. Just about anything you do for the sheer fun of it could be considered a hobby and is therefore relaxing. Pat yourself on the back. A little bit of self-congratulation can go a long way toward feeling better about yourself. Unfortunately, we're sometimes quick to judge our actions negatively when we think we haven't measured up and slow to congratulate ourselves on a job well done. Try this. When you are successful at something, take a moment to allow yourself to feel good about a job well done. You may want to write down your accomplishments or share them with someone who cares about you. Keep agreements. An agreement is a verbal or nonverbal commitment that you plan to complete a certain action. If you say you will do something and then you do it, you have kept an agreement. When you keep agreements, you preserve your integrity. Keeping agreements can lead to feelings like happiness, satisfaction, inner peace, and increased self-esteem. Lying, cheating, and stealing are examples of not keeping agreements. When you don't keep agreements, you may create feelings of ill-will, guilt, anger, depression, and low self-esteem. These feelings can be as detrimental to your health and well-being as viruses or other pathogens. Keeping agreements, both with yourself and with others, is one of the greatest demonstrations that you are choosing to be responsible for your life and the outcomes you create. Try this. Keep track of how well you keep your agreements for one week. Examine your feelings when you know you have kept your promises. Also examine how you feel when you do not keep your agreements. Write these differences down and determine how you can better preserve your integrity. Focus on the Needs of Others When you are serving someone else, you tend to not dwell on your own problems. You become more empathic toward the people you are helping. Many people report that service helped to take their mind off the things that were pressing in their life. Other benefits of service are a sense of oneness with another person. People often report that they gain a new perspective on their own challenges. They develop an attitude of gratitude instead of self-pity. They also feel more empowerment and fulfillment from helping others in need. Doing service that takes sacrifice on the part of the giver is even more satisfying, especially if the person does the nice deed anonymously. Feelings of love and caring are directly opposite to those fight-or-flight feelings we associate with defensiveness, resistance, and threat. Try this. Do something nice for someone else without letting anyone know you did it. Examine your feelings and write about this activity in a journal. Distance yourself. Parents sometimes use time-outs for misbehaving kids. An effective timeout is not a punishment. It is a time for the child to take a break, gather his thoughts, and get control of his emotions. Most adults can also benefit by doing the same. A timeout can be an effective tool to help someone step out of a stressful situation, cool down, and refocus on what is really important. Try this. When you find yourself in an emotionally charged situation, step back and ask yourself, is this worth the emotional energy I'm expending? If not, take a few moments to separate yourself from the situation. Allow your emotions to recede. You can also take a few minutes to do another stress management power tool like meditation, yoga, or a relaxation exercise. As time passes, it is sometimes easier to think about how you can handle the situation more peacefully. Be creative. Brainstorming can be a great stress management tool. Taking the time to realize there are other possible solutions to a problem can be, in itself, a stress-reducing activity. Brainstorming reminds you that you do have options, the freedom to select your course of action, and that you do have some control. This thought alone can reduce stress, and you probably will come up with a brilliant solution to the problem. Try this. The next time you are in a stressful situation, take a few minutes to write down every possible solution to the problem, regardless of how impossible or crazy it might seem. Follow the first rule of brainstorming. No wrong answers. Examine your list or share it with others for even more problem-solving options. Change problems to challenges. We tend to view challenges differently than we view problems. On the one hand, we see problems as annoying and difficult, and often involve discomfort. On the other hand, we usually view challenges as opportunities. Opportunities allow us to rise to the occasion and grow as we meet the challenges head-on. Try this. Anytime you catch yourself thinking or saying that something is a problem, change how you think and speak of it by calling it a challenge. Releasing Emotions Write About It Writing in a diary or journaling is a proven way to release unwanted emotions. Keeping a stress diary can help you identify stressors and write about stressful situations in your life. Many find stress relief through the simple act of writing down thoughts that are racing around in their mind. Once you identify them, you may have a better perspective and may even find relief just because you observed your feelings. Try this. Keep a pen and journal or a notebook nearby. When you have pent-up emotions or thoughts racing in your mind, write them down on the paper unload on paper the events of the day and, more importantly, how you feel about the events, especially the events in which you found yourself getting upset, angry, or stressed. Once you move those thoughts from your mind to paper, you may want to throw them away, or you may choose to reflect on the thoughts that came out on paper. You may want to keep these thoughts private or share them with someone you trust. The stress-relieving value often comes from the simple act of getting the thoughts out of your head and down on paper where you can see them. Tips for Successful Journaling You can practice journaling in a variety of ways. You can unload all of your thoughts and feelings about something. You might write a single note or two about an event that you can deal with later at a more appropriate time. Some people like to get their thoughts on paper immediately after something painful has happened. Some prefer to wait until they have quiet time before going to sleep. Others do their journaling in the morning after a refreshing night's rest because sleeping on it helps them gain perspective on the situation and brings to the surface new ideas or solutions previously unseen. Sometimes, if a person doesn't write down ideas immediately, they slip back into the subconscious mind, waiting for another ideal time to resurface. Spend 10-15 to minutes at a time putting down your feelings on paper. Don't worry about grammar, sentence structure, or spelling. You are the only one who will read your written work. Above all, don't let journaling or writing in your diary become a stressor in itself. Don't force yourself to write. You should write as a method of emotional release when you feel the urge. Talk it out. Don't bottle up anger, worries, or frustrations. Sometimes discussing problems with a trusted friend can help clear your mind so you can concentrate on solving problems. Learning to talk things over with someone you trust can release the pressure, help you feel better, and help you come to a new understanding of the problem. Try this. If you have a friend, companion, or confidant with whom you feel comfortable talking, take some time to release your thoughts and feelings with this person. Let him or her know that you would just like them to function in a purely listening mode. Refer to the section on empathic listening in the stress prevention workbook for how to listen empathically. Focus on releasing your feelings as you tell your friend about any event that resulted in you feeling emotionally disturbed. Tips for successful talking. Talk to someone you trust. Ask them to listen to you without judging. Explain that you just need to release your feelings and they don't need to agree with you or fix anything. Just listen to you and understand how you feel. Most of the time when you feel understood, you will not only feel better, you will know how to solve your own problems. Cry it out. Some people believe that one of the reasons that women tend to live longer than men is their willingness to release emotional distress by crying. When they cry, they release potentially damaging effects of emotional stress. Try this. The next time you're feeling sad, depressed, angry, or any other negative emotion, find a place where you can cry. You may go to a place like your bedroom, a park, or in your car. Allow yourself a few minutes to let the tears flow. Sometimes crying is the best way to find relief from stress by physically releasing the emotions. Scream it out. Similar to crying, the act of releasing pent-up energy by loud verbal emissions or screaming has been found to be useful in releasing emotional energy for many people. One summer I was playing in a softball tournament. Things didn't go so well, and we blamed it on the umpires. After losing the second game, we were out of the tournament. I was really angry. By the time my wife and I arrived home, I was seething. I kept thinking about how badly the tournament had gone. The more I thought about it, the angrier I got. I hate feeling this way, so I got on my bike, said a quick goodbye to my wife, and rode to a nearby area where there were no homes except for farmhouses separated by large spaces of farmland. There happened to be a few cows and horses, but other than that, I was alone. I found a long stretch of road that was about one quarter of a mile long. Looking around and seeing that there was no one around, I began riding and screaming at the top of my lungs. I just let it go full blast. The cows didn't seem to mind, so I turned around and screamed some more as I continued riding my bike. I biked that stretch of road five times. By the end of the fifth time, I found that I was literally laughing. I had absolutely no pain or negative energy about the tournament. All of the anger was completely gone. I felt much better. I later came to learn that this is known as scream therapy, and many have used it with success. Try this. You have to be careful with this type of release of pent-up energy. You don't want to be walking down Main Street and suddenly let out a scream, nor do you want to scream at other people. When you feel a lot of pent-up energy, scream into your pillow or turn up the stereo in your car and scream to your favorite song. Tips for Successful Scream Therapy Screaming directly at other people probably has the opposite effect and usually leads to further problems. When you decide to use Scream Therapy, be sure you are not using it to attack another person, but instead to simply release the energy you feel. Find a place where you can release without hurting or scaring anyone else. You may want to bring something to scream into, like a pillow, a blanket, a bag, or a coat. When you first scream, you may feel even more upset. Scream until you feel all of the emotions have been released. When you are finished, allow yourself a moment or two to get some perspective and enjoy the more peaceful feelings. Sing it out. As I mentioned earlier, music can be a powerful way to release tension and stress. Try this. Use music to help you release extra stress-related energy. Many people relax by playing their favorite instrument. Singing can also be a relaxing way to discharge tension. Try singing in the shower, while driving, or while doing chores. Add music to make your work less stressful. Whatever songs you prefer, you can have a lot of fun enjoying yourself and releasing your stress through music. Other stress-reducing tips. In my textbook, Stress Management for Life, I include some additional activities that tend to reduce the stress response. Here are a few of them. Simplify mealtimes. Play with children at a playground and do all the fun things they do. Say something nice to somebody. Fly a kite. Walk in the rain. Go dancing and let loose for a while. Smile at everyone you see. Read a good book while you're curled up in a warm bed. Go to a museum or place where art is presented. Hum or whistle your favorite tunes. Feed the birds. Work in the garden. Make a paper airplane and throw it from a high place. Learn a new song. Go on a picnic. Watch your favorite movie. Make and eat popcorn. Write a letter to an old friend. Cook a meal and eat it by candlelight. You could add many simple yet relaxing things to this list of little things. Unwind through stress reduction. The smartest thing you can do with respect to your stress is to prevent it from happening in the first place. I showed you how to do this in the stress prevention workbook. All too often, however, we forget about stress prevention and as a result the stress response gets activated. The tools in this stress reduction workbook are powerful ways to turn the stress response back off. The more you use the tools in this workbook, the more easily your mind and body will return to your natural, peaceful, stress-free state. I have given you a lot of things to try in these pages to help you turn off your stress. As I mentioned earlier, not all of them work equally for everyone, but they all have worked for many people to help them reduce their stress levels. Try many of them, if not all, and experiment for yourself what works best for you. Regularly practicing the tools in this workbook, especially the power tools, will produce wide-ranging relaxation. Each time you do them, you will feel the calming and relaxing effects become more and more part of everything else you do. Each time you meditate, for example, you will feel the far-reaching effects more powerfully. It's like dipping the corner of a handkerchief in ink. The corner is saturated, but then the ink starts to bleed out, covering other parts of the handkerchief. The same goes with meditation and relaxation exercises. You not only feel relaxed while you are doing them, but they will flow out positively affecting other parts of your life. And as you work to prevent stress and participate in activities that turn off the stress response, your stress-related symptoms will also fade away. You will find that when the mind and body are balanced, the body will heal itself of most of its health problems.